Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the 13th Year Podcast. This is episode number 26. I'm Tim McQuarrie. And I'm Jack Selvin. So, um, Jack, how are you doing? Uh, you know, just another week of grinding, pretty much. Uh, you know, how, how it has been. Uh, I mean, the weather's been getting a lot better, kind of like I said uh, last week. Uh, but last week we did have some snow and it was still felt more transitional and it still does feel that way. But, um, I mean, past few days, you know, the, there'll be points in the day, like around three o'clock when, at least for now, it's the warmest, uh, and you'll go out and it'll like, you could wear a t-shirt and, um, shorts for the first time since, I don't know, October or september um and be you know fairly comfortable uh kind of windy today uh been a bit of rain but definitely warmer than it has been definitely getting the early spring vibes and one of my favorite parts of the year is when it kind of transitions from like the mid 50s into low 70s uh which you know is further down the line but you know, as we progress towards there is always kind of an exciting feeling as most uh, people who have lived in upstate New York or uh, similar, similarly temperate areas, I think is the right term, uh, can, you know, understand. So that's pretty exciting. But, uh, you know, I've just been spending my time at Target. Uh, I've went on a few walks in the nicer weather. And uh, playing the new critically acclaimed Elden Ring game, which is pretty unlike any games that I've played. Uh, I'm very new to the Dark Souls type games. It's quite difficult <laughs> compared to a lot of the games I play. I won't go too much into it just because I know no one really cares. But, um, you know, very fantasy oriented. And it kind of made me realize that like I haven't actually game. seen any. Yeah. Yeah, like you have to, you definitely have to dedicate time to be good enough to uh, kind of get through it. And, you know, I'm feeling that. I I'd tend not to play games where you have to be good to get through it. Like you, you have to have some level of um, competency, but this like definitively a hard game. But it's kind of made me realize that I haven't actually watched The Hobbit or um uh lord of the rings just it's kind of similarly fantastical and new uh, new lord of the rings tv show coming out on amazon i think yeah and that's why i must must have seen it like pop up somewhere and i just kind of realized like i don't know i I feel like i have to delve into that film series i know toby's a big fan <laughs> of uh those Both. books and movies so yeah so i feel like i feel like i gotta get through them i feel like they're in the same vein as like star wars harry potter like the film series that like everyone's seen yeah i don't think i've seen i think i've maybe seen one hobbit and i don't think i've seen any lord of the rings but you know maybe maybe i should watch watch some of those but uh i mean otherwise on tv uh, of course is march madness and uh my bracket is pretty much completely decimated i think pretty much everyone in our 
groups is except for Jordan's. Uh, I still got a decent like max score, but it's going to be pretty rough getting to like third or fourth place. So, yeah, I was, uh, I, was I was looking at our bracket. So our group of friends has got a bracket here. Can't say I remember the name, um, but I, I was like lining it up. I think I have a chance to still win. I'm in st- uh, second or third place right now. I think third after Spencer and Jordan. And I think my concern is that Spencer also has the same. He's got the Gonzaga Bulldogs win the win the chip, and so do I. So I don't know if it's actually possible for me to win. But anyway, it's it's. You know, we, we I don't know how much of it made the final cut or last week, but March Madness is just always exciting, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, every year, you know, some playoffs, whatever sport it may be, you'll have years where it's kind of boring and you'll have years that are more exciting. But March Madness just always delivers, like every single time. Like it the does, first. Yeah. I can't even remember what the first game was, but I remember going down to the wire. Well, I, I was like, I sat down and it, I mean, it totally kind of absorbed my last couple of days since, you know, the first four games start on Tuesday where I'll just sit down and like be swiping through the games and I'll, you know, start watching a game and then like they'll, they'll line it up. So consecutively there's games in crunch time. So I'll just spend like hours just watching the last second <laughs> halves of games. And I mean, I don't mind it because it was a little bit of a slower week here, but yeah, no, it's, it's a great competition. And once you have it, like we've had it pretty much every single day for the past week or so. Well, today was the we first day the... where we didn't have games. Yeah. So, you know, you got the break between round of 32 and the sweet 16. And now it feels like where's all the basketball? And we got to wait till Thursday, which feels like such a long time now because we've we've become instantly spoiled with a great basketball. And it also just makes you realize, like, I feel like half the reason why I personally enjoy NBA basketball over college basketball. But I understand why people like college better because, you know, the players aren't all amazing and they can't like do all this crazy stuff. Uh, So, you know, they have faults they'll make you know, big mistakes um, pretty regularly. And it kind of what what allows it to be a more... Uh, Just wild, know, unpredicted. Yeah, yeah, unpredictable. The worst team can always get the best of the, um, you know, quote-unquote better team, like uh, a few years ago when Virginia lost to UMBC, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember what, like, like I have... I have some specific memories. I remember watching that in Toby's basement. I, yeah, I, I mean, it's exciting. Yeah. And, and that's a lot of part of it is the, they're not professionals. Like these people, uh, you know, like end of the game, they'll turn the ball over and it's not like unexpected. Like that's part yeah, of I mean, what makes it just great. The amount of steals on the inbound and crunch time is like, you'd never well, see that. Well, that's what I mean. It's, it's crazy. And you, you don't get used to it because you, spend all year watching the NBA and then you watch this for like two, three weeks, or at least for me, I don't watch college basketball outside of the tournaments. And yeah, yeah, they like turn the ball over like in the last minute, like two, three times, which is just like never happens. And they miss free throws, but then they also like 
the thrown up shots always seem to go in. I'd say just in general here, I know not everyone wants to hear Tim and Jack's analysis of March Madness, but great sporting event, and I've been thoroughly yeah. entertained. And it's you know, it's not like the NBA where you can just rely on one player. Like coaching is so important, and then like the well, systems, way to, yeah, systems. Like I literally watched a video the other day about Virginia losing. You know, the one seed leading losing to the 16 seed, and it was just because of how they played versus how UMBC played. And, uh, you know, that doesn't really happen in the NBA too often because most teams have a player like, you know, LeBron, especially in his younger years, or Kobe Bryant when he was in his prime. You know, like those players who can just take over and put the team on their back every once in a while, and it doesn't even matter what the other players are doing. That just does not happen in college. No. So... Yeah, definitely, definitely exciting, especially when it's single elimination, which you don't get very much in uh, in American sports outside of the NFL playoffs. Hundred percent. If anyone just heard a camera click shutter, I uh, took out the camera here and took a picture of our podcasting setup because I don't know if this is an acceptable segue or not. Uh, my time is running out here, and less. You know, not. I'll be I'll I'll be heading out in less than two weeks, so gotta gotta remember these podcast setups. You know, these aren't these aren't oh, gonna yeah. last forever. <laughs> so sorry for I the intermission. The, uh, listen, I wish the listeners could see some like the variety of podcast setups that you've had over the past six know, months or whatever. I've had some funky ones. I've had <laughs> some some really weird ones. Though I have to say, the podcast setup that I got right now is nice. I'm loving it. I got this nice white, like plastic lawn chair, and I kind of shoved the mic into this cabinet here, so it's like <laughs> a little bit of a um, boom boom arm. Great setup. All right. Anyway, sorry for the little intermission there. <laughs> so you know, you're like the weather here. You were kind of in a transition stage, I guess, or I guess you're wrapping tying loose ends i guess at this point yeah. no yeah i'd say that's a that's a good way to put it um so last week we recorded the podcast right after finishing the bulk of the installs which i think reflecting on the last couple podcasts i think me and jack both were not exactly proud of the work that we produced um you know this is we're twenty six in, and I thought the last three podcasts of ours were pretty weak. Some of the worst, definitely some of the worst. And I think I think a, a result of that was just I was so busy, and I wasn't, uh, you know, in the best. I feel like, I feel like you really have to be in a comfortable position to sit down, and that's why, like right now, sitting down in this chair with the not having to hold the microphone, no echo, reliable, <laughs> reliable ish internet connection, and it's just like such a better feeling. But I was stressed, uh, you know, trying to unload everything. Uh, so, not probably didn't was still need to catch up on a little sleep. So anyway, I'd just like to say the last three podcast episodes I don't think were our best work. Moving on from there, uh, it has definitely been a little bit of a winding down period after a very very busy month. This week really was not too busy. Uh, it was a lot of just you know hanging out with with the people here, um, finalizing some of the work, finalizing some of my personal plans. Uh, we got like one system that we're still working on. Um, 
and then a lot of just like sitting down, listening to a podcast and cooking myself a chicken teriyaki. I mean, in the fridge right now, I got my peanut chicken and jasmine rice cooking. So, or I got to still grill the chicken. The rice is cooking. So it's been definitely, uh, you know, a couple notches down on the anxiety and busyness. Um, so that's been good. But it is looking like uh, pretty soon I'll be heading back to New York. So I'll spend uh, a l- so the Easter week and a little bit beyond that in New York. And uh, I'll spend a little bit of time in Augusta, Georgia with Jordan, which will be fun. Um, and then I have a little bit of free time, which it's looking like I'll uh, spend that time internationally somewhere. Maybe like a Costa Rica, maybe a Chile, somewhere to kind of affirm my Spanish learning is the goal. Because that was a big goal coming in here was to, you know, get as proficient as possible in Spanish. And I feel like I've come a long way. But I feel like this free time, finishing the project and kind of things wrapping up here a little earlier than expected, um, you know, some with, with some of that free time, putting it towards kind of reaffirming some some of the stuff I've learned would be would be a good a good option so you know in the next Definitely couple yeah go ahead like latin like latin american spanish yeah so it'd be so either costa rica or chile or the, where it's looking like i'll end up like not spain not spain no no um but so i have a couple more days here some things to do with the other project um tomorrow having i'm gonna do a little bit of a video where so this other project that we're doing i'm gonna sit down the leader of the nonprofit, you can do a sit down interview, have him do a little tour of the site, you know, so that'll be a fun project that'll probably occupy a decent amount of days in terms of editing that down to something that that's nice and uh, explains the project and his, his nonprofit well. Um, so my, that's my plan tomorrow. So I'm going to go over there, do an interview and then edit it and make it all pretty. And then uh, soon enough, I'll be kind of getting ready to head out of this town of Atuntas. So, uh, I mean, we've kind of talked about it, but, you know, when you come here, if you had any thoughts on what you might want to do? Yeah, so I will have a little bit of time at home and a little bit of time before Easter uh, where, you know, me and Jack are going to have to find something fun to do. There's a whole lot of things I got on my mind. Uh, some video ideas, <laughs> podcast ideas, um, you know, Chase Six, maybe some like little trips. Preparation. Oh, Chase Six preparation. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of things I want to work on that I think it'll be good, make some money, start refing again. So I think it'll be nice to be home. And I think after a little bit of time at home, it'll be really nice to kind of reaffirm learning. Um so yeah, I'm excited to be back. Excited to see Jack. I think there's some investments that can be made in the podcast and in Chase Six. That uh, I feel like my money management skills aren't bad, but I do love to spend dollar on technology. I think that's kind of my shortcoming, uh, <laughs> which I think Jack can probably testify to. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like the drone purchase, probably. Wasn't a great idea. Wait, did you buy it? Yeah. No, no, no. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna rebuy the drone. So just oh. a quick story here. On a, so I for probably from 2016 to 2019, I was just like totally on drone YouTube. You know, Casey Neistat fan. Every new drone would watch it as it came out. 
So one day, 2019, DJI came out with like their most consumer-friendly drone to date, sort of. The DJI Mavic Mini, it was like 400 bucks for the base package, 500 for like the fly more, you know, extended battery package. And I, you know, had been refing, had a little bit of money, probably halved my bank account, just went to the Apple store, bought it. You know, I love that thing. And then I was with Toby and someone else and we crashed the drone. <laughs> and anyway, so it's been gone for uh, probably a year and a half now and I can buy the replacement drone for a much more affordable price. So I'm thinking that that drone is going to be bought in terms of uh, like what I'm going to do with it, thinking something, you know, it'll be helpful in some of the videos that would be fun to make, Chase 6. And it's just, I mean, like having a legit drone where I can fly like a mile or two away and take great pictures and, you know, fly for 30 minutes at a time. It's it's pretty cool and it's fun. It's a good hobby. So anyway, there's the drone story. So anyway, I'm excited to be in New York. I think the content machine will definitely increase. I, I'm working on a little bit of a video project. Been, uh, not been well oiled recently. Well, you're completely outside correct. of the podcast. That's, well, even the podcast has been <laughs> actually, on a yeah, never mind. <laughs> so, in terms of the content machine, I have I have a nice video coming that kind of explains. You know, I haven't made too much content based on what I've actually been doing here. Uh, so I'm going to make like a video that is explaining a little bit of all of that, putting some visuals to kind of all that's been explained on the pod. So be sure to check that out. It should be coming out within a couple of days. Um, but yeah, back in New York, content machine is going to be going crazy. Great ideas. Everyone get excited. And while I'm with Jordan too and Augusta, it should be good. And then uh, who knows what will happen when I'm in Latin America. And, you know, we will we'll see. We'll see. So anyway, that's kind of the little bit of an update here. The only other thing I'd add is on top of just my day-to-day here, uh, we, the town here had the inaugural game, not inaugural, first game of the volleyball team. And I did not realize how much people love their volleyball. I mean, this is a town the size of like Glenville. It's like 17,000 here. And it was like a packed stadium for volleyball. They were the national champions, uh, before the season was shut down, like the month before COVID, the first COVID case. So people, I mean, people know the players and I was just, so I've been going to the basketball games, but it was just a step up for volleyball and volleyball is not typically a sport that like day to day you and I see people loving, you know? Yeah. No. So anyway, Sorry, volleyball so, players. Yeah. Well, well, volleyball players definitely have a little bit of a reputation. Uh, a lot of stereotypes around volleyball players and, it is so funny how different that stereotype is compared to the volleyball scene here. Um, was it men's volleyball or women's volleyball? Men's volleyball. Oh, okay. So it was like these macho guys just like spiking the volleyball, just like 100 miles an hour at each other. The ball would bounce up like, I don't know, 100 feet. It was like people, it was crazy. Like if you, if you or I stepped out there, we would get destroyed. Oh, well, I'm sure. <laughs> But it was it that was is, livid. I mean, yeah, go ahead. That is kind of like one of those sports where, like, there's not really a reason why. Like, definitely, women's volleyball is like more attention is given to it at you know the Olympics and stuff um, when people really pay attention to volleyball across the world. And there shouldn't like I don't you know most sports are obviously uh, male dominated, 
So it's just kind of an interesting case of why I wonder why volleyball is the I don't know if it's an exception, but you're you're definitely right, and I think it's just in the U.S. Because I remember talking to Tommaso, who was on the pod a couple of weeks ago, and he he would talk about how volleyball is super big in Italy. Like I think really? it's yeah. I don't know. It was interesting, but it was it was fun. You know, it went into five sets. So this town won the first two sets. You got to win three sets to win, and then the other team won the next two. So it was like sudden death, and it was like win by two to win the fifth set. So it was oh, like yeah. head to head. People were standing like on their you know <laughs> standing as the game. It gets intense. Did the home uh, team win. The home team won in the fifth nice. set on a win by two, and I was I was with a group, and it was it was uh, someone's birthday, and it, so it was like a, it was a fun night, and it was good to uh, see the gigantes, the giants of Aruntas, get the W. So anyway, I wanted to mention that too. So when I'm ever listening back to the old podcast here, you know, remember that experience because it was very cool and uh, definitely interesting to see the people loving volleyball. Anyway, what what else what else what else we got to tell the people here on our uh, redemption pod? <laughs> David Dobrik got canceled again. I saw that. Isn't it kind of for the same thing that he's been canceled for? Has there just been more information that came out? Yeah, I don't really know. I listened to uh, so Casey Neistat actually did a documentary about his uh, like fall. Like he started the documentary talking about how successful he was, and then as all the allegations came out and stuff, um, he like had that happening. And South by Southwest was last week, and he debuted the documentary. And at first, I was like, "Oh, Casey," because because I've listened, I'll occasionally listen to the David Dobrik uh, podcast, and I'll watch his YouTube videos, and you know, on the whole drama, I don't really know what to think. I don't, I, I don't really get involved with internet drama like like I used to. I remember when YouTube drama used to be the thing. Oh man, YouTube but, drama. We could do oh. a whole episode on that. <laughs> I know, but anyway, I thought, you know, who knows what's going on with, with David Dobrik there? He seems like a nice guy. I don't know. I almost like feel. I don't know. I feel like there's always something off about his videos and stuff. Yeah, I think I think the best way to put it was just like the the style of stuff you made. You just got to keep going bigger and bigger, and eventually you just get too big and something goes wrong. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Oh, YouTube drama days. Remember those boxing matches? I mean, I mean, Logan those are Paul. still going on, but yeah, but we, we the don't. The epitome of it was like when. I mean, of course, it was like when we were at the prime age to be consuming that type of comment content to like eighth grade, ninth grade. Uh, and it was like Rice Gum versus Jake Paul diss tracks. Oh it's every gosh, day, bro. Like looking back, just the dumbest stuff. But, you know, we would be in the abode. We'd eat that all stuff the... up. Oh, my. <laughs> it was... Oh, man. I mean, those are those are some pretty fun memories though, looking back. They're just stupid stuff. And it was like all in the abode that we would kind of all experience that type of stuff. And it was just, you know, uh I don't know, just fun. Kid fun. It was just classic, yeah, young middle school, early high school memories. I think it's nothing to worry about. No. My focus is on 
<laughs> this. Yeah, oh, that's classic. Well, uh, this kind of concludes the first half here, but just uh, to let the people know, don't hang up yet. We have Will joining us for the second half. And he has. We have a guest? We have a guest, I know. It's been so long that podcast has... It, it, it seemed like something's been off this whole time. I, I know me and Jack haven't been the best, but on top of that, we've been lacking a guest. We're not the best without a guest. We are. This is the rest of the podcast coming soon. Podcast. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you guys in a minute. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the second part of episode number 26. We are happy, very happy to be joined by Will Hedden. Uh, Will, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Happy to be here. So, and, uh, yeah, go ahead. Since, since we last talked to you on the pod, you've picked up a second major, correct? Uh, yes. I'm now um, double majored in business administration and environmental studies. Wow. And that's not it. Will has had a lot of kind of stuff going on actually, right? I I'm a very I'm a very busy boy. I uh <laughs> I I got a job. I'm joining a professional fraternity and I added a major. Uh and I I have housing for next year set up. Ooh. I've got a yeah, I got a, right. a lot going on. Well, we don't so, have too much time, so let's just get right into it, right? I mean, this is like our first guest where we have clear talking points <laughs> to, mm. to go down. Uh, well, I guess we'll start where I first asked with the major. I know there was at some point you were considering transferring to a different school very early on. Mm-hmm. Um, so what took you from the idea of transferring to instead staying at UB and uh, picking a second major and what made you choose, what was it? Environmental studies? Studies, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well, I I was very bored first semester because I was taking 13 credits and it was all classes that I took in high school. Um, and I mean, like I wouldn't need to go to class in order to get an A in the class. So there's, so I didn't. And I would be just in my room basically all day doing nothing. Um, it, it wasn't it wasn't the most fun. But uh, this semester, since I added the new major, I'm taking 18 credits, and I'm outside of my dorm basically 24/7. I'm only in my dorm to sleep. Um, but that's mostly because of the fraternity, not because of the extra major. Um, yeah, so I don't think I will transfer anymore. Um, I, I'm definitely having a better time this semester than last semester. Uh, it helps having a car on campus because I have more freedom to do what I want instead of having to call an Uber to go to get the groceries. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's and nice. What made you, did you consider environmental studies initially when you were applying or did something happen that made you decide to pick that up as your second major or if you did transfer would you have transferred into environmental or state business i definitely would have stayed business if i if i transferred i i would have done just business i wouldn't have double majored the only reason i'm double majoring is because i have a bunch of high school credits i have i think 43 that transferred from high school so i'm sophomore standing right now um 
So adding another major doesn't increase the time that I'll have to stay in college. Um, but if I were to transfer, it would have. So. Also your love for the environment. And I love the environment so much. Um, that sounded sarcastic, but I'm genuine. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I, I, I guess chose. That... What? Sorry, fin- finish that. Well, I chose environmental studies over other majors because I have, through Tim, a, a decent knowledge of environmental um, like, cause we went to Haiti and, uh, kind of when we went to Montreal, I learned a little bit about that. So it's interesting. It's a yeah. growing field. So, and yeah. I, and yeah, it, Jack, me and Jack are on the it, same wavelength right now. Jack, take yeah, the words out of my so. mouth. <laughs> and I, that kind of segues perfectly into your new job, which, uh, I think you should explain. Yeah. So I also um, think you should explain it. My new job is a professional trail crew staff for Yeah. Trails. Yeah. That's the biggest state park in America, right? I have no idea. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, so with that, I will be doing four-night, five-day trips into the Adirondacks and building bridges, building steps, living in the woods for five days straight um i'd have to carry on a hundred pound pack up to nine miles into the woods um, (laughs) yeah to do the trail maintenance um yeah it's gonna be tough uh sounds sick though it is gonna be if i'm if i'm able to carry the packs it, it is gonna be sick um i gotta i gotta go to the gym more though I mean, it It sounds like one of those things that will be, I don't know, I've always found that type of work to be like, it's tiring, but you kind of have fun doing it because you're seeing the progress being made and you're also yeah. making money while doing it. And I'm sure you'll make friends while doing it. So you're basically just building all this stuff with your friends. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get along with everybody pretty well, no matter what. So I'm not too nervous about that, but um it is going to be hard. It's going to be, I think the worst part is going to be hiking in with the packs. Um, because obviously that's when it's the heaviest and you don't, you don't see anything being made. You're just walking through the woods. Uh, especially if the weather's bad. Yeah. And it's, it's rain or shine. So if it's thunderstorming for eight days straight, we're, we're, uh, in the woods during those days. And do you sleep? in what is it like a log cabin type big it's a tent tent we we hike so there's a main lodge where on the weekends we we have the ability to stay but on the trips we would hike in let's say four miles camp may uh make our campsite um put up the tents put up the like kitchen like grill area thing um and then we would be there for four nights and then hike back to the lodge, uh, and then yeah, I got it. Yeah, that's so, kind of cool. So mm-hmm. you'll be in four or five day periods at a time, living in the woods, basically. Yes. Yeah. And is the equipment like? Do they supply all this equipment? All the yeah, anything that's really expensive. I mean, obviously, I have to wear like my clothes and my shoes, but the backpacks, the tents. 
the like tools are all them. So, so you're gonna, and it's is it's through the ADK Club, right? Yeah, Adirondack Mountain Club. Yeah. Is that private or is that government? <sighs> I have no idea. Nonprofit. Nonprofit. Um. So yeah, that's 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 gonna be so hard. That's yeah. Five. So so it's so it's four or five days. You were explaining this to me before we were recording. In the mm-hmm. in the woods, set up a camp you know, trail maintenance and stuff. Do you know like how big the group is? And then can you explain like other, cause it's the whole summer you're doing it other than being in the woods free time and how that, you know, kind of expand on that. Uh, so, okay. So it's 16 people got hired for the position I got. Um, okay. and you go out in groups of five to six, um, with one, one of the people in your group is like one of the three managers. Um, and they like run the whole thing, tell you what to do. Um, uh, I forgot your other questions. So, so it's groups of five or six that you'll be with. Yeah. And, and you said you finish Wednesday night and then you'll probably come home Thursday, Friday for the first couple of weeks. Yeah. That's, that's my understanding of it right now. Um, sh- See, I don't, I don't have like a sheet that tells me everything, but from the interview, I remember she mentioned, um, we get a break halfway through like a week long break halfway through the, uh, 12 week job. And for the first half, uh, we get off Wednesday nights. So I'll probably drive back Wednesday night. Um, and then Thursday we have off and then Friday we have off and then Saturday morning I'd have to be back up in the lodge probably pretty early, probably 6.30. So I don't know. I might be going back up to the lodge Friday nights. Um, and then after the second, after the break, the second half of the job, it goes to normal, like Monday to Friday work. Mm-hmm. And it's based, where's the main lodge? Is it Lake George? Uh, it's right at the foot of Phelps Mountain Trail. I don't know where that is in relation to anything else. Okay. Cause I remember staying at, no, I think that was the Sierra club maybe. Anyway, that so, so you're going to pay during all this. And, and from what I've heard, it's mostly young people that are doing it. Like all, all like almost everyone doing it is young. Yeah. Even the manager I spoke to is probably 25. Yeah. So that'll um, be sick. Yeah. Yeah. So other than that, let's see, education, job, you got one last major, major update here. Oh yeah. I got a, I got a house for next uh, semester or next year. Two more. I know that that wasn't you were talking about. I know that wasn't you were talking about, but I, uh, I'm moving into a apartment with, uh, Neil and then two of my friends, Riley and Constantine. Um, yeah, it should be fun. Uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna like throw any ragers, but uh, <laughs> we have the house um, from August twenty second, I believe, till August first of twenty twenty three. So there we go. So who's the gr- who who's in the house again? You cut out for a minute here. Oh, um, 
I'm in the house, Neil's in the house, my friend Riley, who I posted on my Instagram with, is in the house, and then uh, one of our friends, Constantine. Nice. Where are they from? Uh, Riley is from Westchester, and I have no idea where Constantine is from. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, and, like, how close is it to campus? Is it pretty much right, like... Is that is it in an area where all the UB students get apartments? Yeah, or? yeah, it's less than a mile away from campus. So, okay, yeah, it's not that bad. And is it is it kind of like how is it set up? Like the layout, how private will you be? Um, so it's a it's a three story apartment. It's like the living room and the kitchen are the first floor and then you go upstairs and then it's two bedrooms, go up another stairs and it's two bedrooms. Um, and, and on each side of the apartment is other houses. I don't really know how to describe it in like housing terms, but like there's Units. people, if there's people loud, like hosting a party next door, it, it goes right through the walls. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't and, know. and And where exactly is it? Uh, it's Chestnut Ridge, apart or Chestnut Villas. I don't know. Uh, it's just like less than half a mile away from campus. Okay, so that, North Campus. Be, that's yeah. close. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will not have a car next semester, but Neil will, and there are um, shuttles that go to where these apartments are to campus. So. Gotcha. And then your last big update here is uh, fraternity number two. Yeah, well, yeah. The first fraternity was never really an option. Um, this one, though, is it doesn't haze, which is good. Um, it's also not a social fraternity. It's a professional business fraternity. So, like, you learn how to present people in a business setting, how to network, how to publicly speak. Um, each week we do group presentations in front of the brotherhood um so our pledge class which started off as 22 but is now 15 because seven people dropped um we have to come up with a uh, like a slideshow and then give a formal presentation each week um and the first week we did a presentation just like introducing ourselves to the brotherhood second week we did uh, the 2008 financial crisis, and then this Let's most go. recent week, we did. Uh, um, we acted as a consulting firm for the Brotherhood, and we would uh, interview um, like members and find out any issues with how it was running, and then we had to present it to the Brotherhood, um, and then yeah, and then this next week after spring break. Uh, we're splitting the pledge class into two, and then we all uh, we have to come up with businesses, and then we compete against each other. So it's yeah, it's just, it's fun, but it's yeah, a lot sounds, of work. Sounds like a lot of work, but in a positive way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should and help out a lot. How many people in total are in it? About. Um, I don't know for sure. There's there's forty three active brothers, but there are some that are on like. Um, uh, semesters abroad or just they're suspended or I don't know just taking a break from school for a semester so I don't know the exact number but there's 43 active ones and then there's a bunch of there's a bunch of alumni 
And so. do they have like a house? Is that why you've been out of the dorm? No, because the, the UB for like Greek life is very bad. There's nothing really on campus. Um, like all, all the social frats, it's, it's just people that are in the fraternity that own the house. It's not this fraternity's house. Yeah. Um, this, the one I'm joining does not have a house. I, I don't think there's any, any on-campus fraternity houses. Um, I, I just go to the library cause we have library hours that we have to go to, um, Got it. to get like schoolwork done. Um, and then after library hours, library hours are from 4 PM to 8 PM after library hours, all the, all the pledges have to get together to work on the group project. That's due Friday. And that's just like from a student union, student center kind of thing? Yeah. Gotcha. And how the the social, like how have the people been in that fraternity? Oh, they're all really nice. They're all smart. Um, we, I mean, one of my problems first semester was that all the people I was meeting were like not, they didn't care about school and weren't the smartest. So um, it, it's nice to be around people that actually try some academically motivated people yeah yeah that's important hmm. i've done it actually because for some of these projects i've had to do a lot of video editing i um, i have heard some of this yeah so i i made a um i made two commercials actually for the frat one was just a commercial advertising the pledge class and then one was a rush week commercial for the frat this was p- as part of our friday projects um so I've spent countless hours uh, editing and trying to get audio levels right. And it was all on my little Mac MacBook. Um, so it would overheat. Where? It would overheat. The files would get corrupted very often. <laughs> and um, it was really slow. And my battery would get drained really fast. Um, so How old is your computer? No, it's not old. It's like recent, probably within three years. But it's just the I was using uh, DaVinci Resolve. And really? Yeah, and I'm at, I don't know. Just you my Mac was just not a processing power. You should have been using iMovie. Probably, but I mean, I kind of understand how to use Resolve now. So uh, I nice. love I love Resolve, but yeah, no the the MacBooks before the M1 just mm-hmm. the errors could not handle any of the yeah yeah. But uh, are we going to get to see those commercials? They're posted on my YouTube channel. So oh, I mean, sick. you can access them at any time. Stay tuned, everyone. Uh, Timo Fimo live reaction to Will's YouTube channel coming I, soon. I don't, I, I don't know if you could do that, but just you can watch them on your own time. Just don't I, will, I, will, I will do that. I will do that. So anyway, so what's coming up for, for Will Hedden here? You got a week of break. It's just you, Jack, and Neil, and a lot of you know, school and work, work to do. So what's coming up in the next week. And then as you look for, uh, let's see the end of March, April, and then I guess you're finishing up in May. Yeah. So this week, my spring break started, um, after everyone else's spring break ended. So me and Neil are stranded out here with Jack, um, to do basically nothing. Stranded with me. Yeah. Stranded. Um, so, but I have, I have a lot of work I got to get done, um, for school because, uh, 
I don't know, a couple weeks ago, I got a 76 on one of my tests and that test was worth 20% of my grade. So I have a, if I get a hundred percent on every other assignment in that class, I'll get a 94 and I need a 93 in order to get an A. And I really want to get a, um, a 4.0. So this week I'm going to devote myself to studying and getting ahead on my work so that I don't have to worry about it later on when all the frat stuff gets harder. I love it. So after that, Oh, after that, uh, after this week, I go back into the frat stuff. I think I got five more weeks of pledging. So five more big projects. Um, and then I'm in the frat and I mean, supposing I don't get kicked. Um, I'm in the frat and there's a big banquet, which will be fun. And then two weeks after that, I would have finals and then not even, I don't even get a, a week of break. Uh, my, my last finals on the 19th, um, which is my brother's birthday. So I'm going to hang out with him after that. And then my job starts on the 22nd. So I get two oh days. My oh, wow. That's not a lot of time at That's all. Nuts. No. So yeah, you, it, so it seems like you got some just for the foreseeable future. You're going to be just busy, busy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good thing is though, my job ends August 12th. So I have two weeks of just pure break. And you have a week in the middle there to be free. And a week in the middle. Yeah. Well, that'll, that'll be good. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, important summer question, you know, Chase six, I heard is actually minorly starting the uh, early stages of production. And obviously you're going to be pretty strict on free time. Are you looking to make an appearance in Chase Six? I would love to make an appearance in Chase <laughs> Chase Six. Um, love to hear that. We would have to plan pretty far ahead, though, in order oh, we're, for me to. We're like, planning really far ahead. Well, yeah, but like for filming wise, because if you film on like a Monday when I'm at work and I'm not back for four days, you guys might be already done with filming. And then I'm like, I'm back, I'm ready to film. And uh, you're like, shit, we gotta edit. I don't know, man. So so, so you're thinking that the first couple of weeks you'll be home when one day a week, probably Basically. for the full day. So we'll make yeah. it work. Yeah, yeah. Abode Media's got it. Yeah. We're, we're known for planning ahead, don't worry. Yeah. You're in good hands. Yeah. Well, I thank you for joining us for uh, you know our episode number twenty six here. I think, Jack, it has been nice to have a guest after a couple weeks without a guest. Yeah, especially a guest that's so busy and has so much to talk about. We barely—I mean, we just asked you a few questions and filled up twenty four minutes pretty easily. So you should have yeah. seen us trying to film with Neil the other day. It was just like. <laughs> I mean, I was in the room when he was filming the first, the first attempts, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can imagine. Well, anyway, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, make sure to check out the website, abodemedia.org, to see more, and uh, we will talk to you all later. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Jack, and goodbye. Thank you. Bye-bye.